0: Well, you know, as the saying goes, water, water everywhere, but not a drop to spare. That has unfortunately been the irony for many residents north of Durban. Well, Durban residents, especially in the north, have taken to the streets about their, well, the unhappiness using that word quite lightly, with water issues in the metro, residents in the north of the city, some of whom have been without water for weeks, have blockaded roads with uh, burn tires and debris as part of the protest action. Now, angry Durban residents have vowed to intensify their service delivery protests over ongoing water outages. With some residents having claimed that 90 days, so over three months, have gone by without a single drop of water uh, in the taps. It blockaded several roads around Valdem. Waterloo, Ottawa and Parkgate uh, with burning tyres, all of these areas in the northern part of, uh, uh, of the city of Durban, Itegwini and other debris yesterday as they have been without water for weeks. We discussed the matter with Councillor Rory McPherson. Good evening, Rory.
1: Good evening and thank you for having me. Good evening and thank you to the listeners uh, for taking the time to listen to this. Rory, talk to us. How bad? I mean, one if you describe the
0: situation over the last couple of weeks and according to some residents, in fact, over the last few months, do residents yeah. see this unfortunate uh, water situation what is simply part of their life and it has driven them to this particular stage?
1: No, but you, you're absolutely right, my dear friend. It's affecting one's mental health as well. Um, this, it can be Best described as as a, a humanitarian crisis. This is a, um, a critical moment uh, in, in in all of our lives because we're we're at the tipping edge. My own view uh, is that water and sanitation has collapsed. The department has simply collapsed, and they don't have a plan. I don't believe that they have a plan because for mm-hmm. as long as we've been trying to offer solutions, and let me just tell you one solution before I forget that um, you're right about the 90 days. There's some areas in in Itequiny that haven't had running water for four years, but uh, prior to uh, the 25th of December, started to ramp up. um, We, through our uh, provincial structures and Democratic Alliance, we reached out to the mayor of um, Cape Town and asked if he would avail some of his expert engineers to come up, which he did. And that was going to be at the cost of the um, Cape Town raiders, by the way. And that was to send up special, specialised engineers to come and help. We I have it, and uh, he simply never came back to us. So that's a kind of frustration and anger. And you use the right word. It, this is beyond frustration. This is anger. This is almost a. This is almost a, a, a crime against humanity our human rights are violated you know what they say is well you know if we can supply water in one form or the other then you know we're doing a good job but that's not right if you're not supplying pipe water and you're not supplying tank water well you know i i hope that goes much further than what we expect in um mm-hmm. Us. Mm-hmm. But, you know Rod, uh um, talking of those of those water
0: tankers, I mean, I've heard yes. a number of residents actually refusing that, you know what, we don't want the water tankers in yeah. our area chasing them away, saying that this right. is a, a, a long type of a Band-Aid approach that the mm. Iteguini municipality has used just to pacify people uh, in the attempt of prolonging the problem and not fixing the situation. Mm. What, what exactly is the situation, Rory? Is it a collapse of infrastructure? Is this the ominous water shedding that people have been speaking uh-huh. about? Is this related yeah. to flood? Um, two years mm-hmm. ago. Has anybody mm-hmm. been able to identify what is the issue with Ottawa, Valium, and that area of Durban?
1: Well, you're right. It, it's the north uh, of Durbin. Uh, I mean, there's, there's trennans Park, there's Mount Edgecombe, there's Conubia, uh, there's Blackburn. There's many areas that have had uh, rolling 15 days and plus. Now, now the the view is the strong view is that what municipality did they allowed all the developed north of Durban. So I talk about Amshlonga, Kanubia, you know, which is a presidential catalytic project. So that for those that are listening to this radio, I'm pretty sure they've seen the um, the the massive amount of development down in Amshlonga, then just north of Amshlonga, Zinga Ridge. Then in Conubia, massive numbers of RDP houses, Waterloo, uh, also surrounding areas of Parkgate, massive uh, you know, RDP projects, a brand new government school going out, without the city adding any additional reservoir capacity, without any major investment in, in, in critical infrastructure. In fact, unspent funds in the capital budget. Um, on the provision on on critical infrastructure upgrades. If you then add a 57% water loss, and just to put that in numbers because it's critical, 57% of water which we receive from Umgaini Water is lost. So we're paying for water that we cannot generate revenue for. That is a cost of 2.2 billion. 2.2 billion rand is gone down the drain. And uh, you, we have insufficient plumbers to be able to do a massive turnaround. And as many of your listeners will will, uh, will appreciate and understand, the same burst can be picked, uh, fixed or repaired three times, nonetheless. That's after waiting for, you know, uh, in, in the hope, in the lucky hope that you get through to the dysfunctional call center, um, you know, somebody eventually comes around. So if you add simplistically put, if you add the massive amount of development without, without provi- which gets added to the strain grid, if you're losing 57% of your water and then exactly as you rightly said earlier, you have water shedding by um, Ganey Water and the latest that I have today and this is uh, through through a, an official um, that, that the Durban Heights Reservoir this is the critical point the Durban Heights Reservoir is a reservoir that, that, that feeds 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 reservoirs uh, along the north. The areas, the kind of areas that we're talking about. That has to be between – the 22-meter the mark is the, is the least uh, sort of level that it should be. 26 is ideal. short while ago, it dropped to 16 uh, meters. And what happens That is is the way that I – and I'm no specialist, no engineer – this is third-first-hand, uh, third if I can put it to you this way. But once you start dropping below the 16 meters, you then compromise potentially the pressure level of other reservoirs, much like Eskom. So once they know that the system is compromised, what they do is they institute load shedding. And that's what I'm getting water. What I was told earlier today, so if you add – sorry, I'm taking so long, but it's important. If you add it all together, if you now have um, water shedding, if you now have – if your demand far exceeds your volume capacity and you have a 57% water loss, then the obvious is starting to happen. But there are solutions, and this is what we've said, and, 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 and I have to say this, that – as the Democratic Alliance, we're here to offer, we want to be part of the solution. We get it. And that was why I was at the, on the front line of the protest yesterday, on the front line. There was no mayor. There was no city manager. There was no head of water. There was no seniority. There was no other councillors from any other political parties. And when, when, when it came to the crux, exactly, you were on the point. Nobody wants tankers. Tankers are for a failed system. We want water through our taps. And the person that could provide the answer was missing in action and was not available. The head of water was not available. So it, yeah, that's why I say this is a crisis. We don't see a solution. The only solution, if I may say, and again, apologies if I'm, I'm using all this air time. The only solution for water sanitation to be put into some for, sort of or form of administration. Yeah. And that is for the national government and provincial government to throw resources at the Etikwini Water and Sanitation, because it's not just the water that is a crisis. Don't forget we have raw sewage which closes our beaches more days of the year than it's open. And and, and if we have problems in our personal life, I just use that as an example, the first thing that you do, the best thing and the earliest you do, you seek help, and you remedy it, and then you get better. That's what the city has to do. But if the city is not going to reach out and ask for help, then on their behalf, that's exactly what the Democratic Alliance is going to do. We're going to reach out to provincial and national government on an urgent basis and ask them to intervene.
0: You know, Rory, of course, the, the, the attention of what is happening in, you know, in, in Durban over the last few days has, in fact, mm. reached uh, national level to some degree. I, I saw uh, Senzom Kunu, you know, speak about mm. it, or tweet mm. about it, saying that it's, you know, uh, unacceptable. Uh, you know, mm. you, you're right in that sense, Rory, that, you know, mm. it, it needs to be put under some administration. It will not be the first municipality that's going to go under mm. administration. There have been others in the country as, as well. But I'm sure that placing it under administration will be to the relief of many mm. of the residents like those who are suffering right now.
1: Mm. And, and let me just, and, and to quantify and to clarify exactly what you said, because again, you, you, you bang on. And credit to, to, to Minister know exactly as as you just uh, 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 pointed out. Um the reason that why he's right because if it carries on on the trajectory that it is and the and, and the beaches remain as closed as often as they do, less holiday makers come here. If businesses here don't have sustainable water, they pack up and they go. If restaurants can't stay open because they don't have water and hotels, they pack up and they go. And residents sell their houses and go. And all the generating the money that the city should be generating because you know the city doesn 't only generate through money through rates and electricity, water is the third biggest revenue but if you 're losing fifty seven percent which is costing two point two if you 're not generating sales because you aren 't able to supply water, then that burden gets passed on to the ratepayer right there's no other source of income other than the ratepayer right who then to a large degree, cross subsidise those that can't pay. So it's a sickening domino effect, which is why the administration needs to come in because the type of money that's required to fix this crisis cannot be f- afforded by the ratepayer because we're talking about hundreds of billions. But they are short-term remedies, and I and I just want to just make this last point, if I'm allowed to. If time. So, to yeah, make- it that the mount view reservoir the mount view reservoir feeds the areas that we've been talking about and, and by the way the credit needs to be given to the community leaders that went about putting uh putting the the protest uh, together because it was you know if you haven't had water for 15 days you can't flush a toilet you don't have the affordability for a jojo tank you don't have the means to get in the car you elderly or you fail and so on and so forth you do what you've got to do, and that's what that community did. They did what they had to do. The Mount View Reservoir is right at the tail end of the Durban Heights Aqueduct. It then feeds Trenum Park one and three reservoirs. So those poor folk that live right at the top of the table really get water because there's simply not enough volume in the aqueduct to feed the Mount Reservoir Park. So the solution is for us to now tap in to the Hazelmere Waterworks, which is also owned by Ungani um, Water, and for Hazelmere to pump additional capacity into the Mount View Reservoir. If we can get that right, we don't want to hear about that there's no budget. There, is, there are special uh, mechanisms that can be put in place to find the extra budget to fast track this. When human lives are, are being are jeopardized, When the poorest of the poor can't get water and businesses are being jeopardized, you do what you need to do. And if this city administration and leadership are not prepared to take those active decisions, then perhaps having, you know, national and provincial helping and guiding them. And I just want to make this point – and it's important, we have some very, very, very good people, very good personnel within our city store. And if they were allowed to get on with doing what they need to do, we'd be far further down the track than we are. So I just want to give a shout out, not all is broken, but you need a third party to come in and to work out where the problem is and then to sort it through, clear the blockage, throw in the money, throw in the skills, and bring back what, Durban once was the glorious place to live in. It's not there at the moment. And very few people believe that it's going to be back anytime soon, if ever.
0: Yeah. Rory McPherson, thank you so much for your uh, time, this, and of course your insights into the into the water situation as well as other sanitary-related situations as well. Looking Please. forward to talking to you, Rory,
1: and maybe on uh, more positive, so uh, positive terms. Yes. And uh, thank yes. you for your time, Rory. Thank you, and thank you for having me, and, and I wish everybody well for the rest of the evening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Councillor Rory McPherson now, Give uh Rody some good credit over here he 's been at the front of that uh or front and at the back of the of the, of the protest for uh, a long long time now this is the the recent uh uh you know protest there's been protests in um uh, I think last year, June, July, there was also that, uh, you know, protest out there in the Waterloo, um, Guinea, um, Ottawa area uh, and uh, Ottawa, yeah, Vallum area, that Riyadh township area. And, uh, you know, the residents, of course, as rightfully so, are fed up. You've had all this development in that area and you haven't had infrastructure to support it. I think that's number one on the list, that your demand in the north of Durban has grown exponentially uh, from Amshlanga to the high-rise buildings to various new hotel structures, et cetera, that have opened up, that, that take in millions of liters of, of, of water,